Hello and welcome to Chasing the Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Lynn Holver, a digital nomad, world traveler, dreamer, and lover of life. Currently, I'm a social media marketer, a freelancer, and I'm totally obsessed with inspiring other women to dream bigger and live bolder. Each week, I'll be featuring women who have successfully created location-independent lifestyles that give them the freedom to live life on their own terms and how you can do the same. My goal is to show you that your dreams are possible and how much opportunity you have to not only create an income online, but also to make a real difference. So if you're ready to start living a life that excites you by learning from others who have already done it, then you're in the right place. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to this week. So it's been a bit since I have done a solo episode. I've had some really great guests lately, and I really hope you've been enjoying listening to the people that I've had on. They were so fun for me to record and edit and listen back to, and yeah, I just, I love all the guests that I've had on recently. But I was looking and I was like, well, it's been a while since I've done a solo episode, so I wanted to go ahead and do that today. I don't know if you remember me talking about this a couple episodes back. It was like a month ago, around the time that I turned 24. I turned 24 in August, and I was talking about doing an episode of like the top things that I learned when I was 23, and so I figured might as well go ahead and record that a month and a half after I turned 24. It's fine. Um... So I was originally going to do 23 things that I learned when I was 23, but honestly, when I was typing them out, I kind of felt like I was forcing it a little bit. I mean, I'm sure I've learned 23 things when I was 23, but I really wanted each one to be super meaningful and um, I didn't want to feel like I was forcing it or just writing out a lesson just for the sake of writing out a lesson. And 23 things that you've learned in a year... I mean, again, I'm sure I've learned 23 things, but that's just a lot to sit down and type out. So I decided to do 10 things that I learned when I was 23. And that, for titling purposes and everything, that's like the worst title ever, 10 things that I learned when I was 23. So I'm just going to probably title it like top things that I learned when I was 23 or something like that. But um, I really feel like being 23, um, my 23rd year of life, I learned so much about myself and I think just like thinking back on it the word that really sticks with me for the year was like um is unapologetic and I really feel like I became a lot more unapologetic about the person I am like my beliefs the things that I wanted to do the things that I want to pursue I just feel like my 23rd year was the year that I stepped into myself a lot more and gained a lot more self-confidence and everything like that and really got over um, living by other people's opinions, other people's expectations and everything. And yeah, so here are my top 10 things that I've typed out and I hope you get something out of it. Um, I hope it speaks to you in some way or if not, just want to learn or hear what I learned, then here we go. (laughs) So number one. Don't be afraid to take risks. This is cliche, but I have just realized that every good thing that has come in my life has been from taking some type of risk. So whether that's moving to a new country like I did, going after the career that you want, 
changing up your environment, getting a tattoo, whatever. Life really is too short to be scared of the things that you actually want to do. And I think fear holds us back so often. And it's, I mean, I really do feel like fear is a liar. Like it lies to us. Um, We're always scared about the things that we don't know. The unknown is probably the scariest for most people. Um, But every good thing that you want is on the other side of facing your fear and doing the things that scare you. So that was one of the biggest things is do not be afraid to take risks because that's where the magic happens. Number two, don't listen to someone else's opinion unless you be willing to trade places with them. And this one is so huge because I think that so often we take advice from people whose lives that we wouldn't even want to have. And when you really think about it, you realize how many people you're listening to, but you don't even want to model after them. So it's like, why are you listening to them in the first place? And this goes for every area. It goes for, you know, your religion, your career, your health, your fitness, um, anything, like any specific area of life that you want to model after, only take advice or listen to the people whose lives you would be willing to change with in that particular area. So for example, for me, my parents are very strong Christians and I really um, love their theology. I love what they believe in and everything like that. So I would take religious and theological advice from them because I would be willing to trade my theology with their theology, if that makes sense. Um, if I, if you're looking at someone for business, looking at hiring a business coach, make sure to do your due diligence and look at their background in business. Like, are they living a lifestyle that you want to be living? Are they doing business in a way that you want to be doing? And if not, then why would you listen to them? But it's so simple, but it's makes so much sense when you actually think about it. Um, so that's something that I really leaned into. And now the way that I just view like people giving me advice is if someone's giving me advice, I'm not going to stop them. But unless I'd be willing to trade places with them in that area of life, then I'm really going to take it with a grain of salt. So yeah, that's a big one for me. Number three, don't put so much pressure on yourself. You are your own worst critic, but I promise you really are doing better than you think you are. And I'll just leave that at that because I think that it's self-explanatory. Number four, don't compromise your beliefs to match your surroundings. To be honest, this lesson is kind of hard for me because it's something that I still do struggle with. I'm like a recovering people pleaser and I am very adaptable. So it's easy for me to match uh, myself with the people that I'm around. But I'm just learning that I really, I don't know, need to be strong in um, strong in the things that I believe in and not be embarrassed about it and not be embarrassed about who I am and what I stand for. And because at the end of the day, it's just not worth it. It's not worth it to compromise your morals your standards, the things that you believe just to fit in for five minutes. Um, Number five, you will be talked about regardless of what you do. So you might as well do the things that you actually want to do and be talked about for that. And like I just said, I used to be the biggest people pleaser. And I honestly, I used to think people were lying when they said that they don't really care what people think about them. I'm like, there's no way. Like maybe they care, but they're just trying to be strong and say that they don't care. I don't know. I just I really, I never believed people when they said that, but I really do feel like 23 was the first year where I really got over like what people thought of me. And it's so freeing. Like, I can't even tell you how freeing it is like to not really care about other people's opinions because yeah, you're always going to be talked about. You're always going to be talked about. People are always going to have an opinion, always going to have something to say. And at the end of the day, you can't change that. So it's like, you might as well just do what you want to do and have them talk about you for that rather than trying to fit in and still be talked about. 
Um, so that was a really big one for me. Number six, remember to have fun. I realized that some of the lowest times in my life have been when I've been all work and no play. And for me, like, I love to have fun. If you've ever taken the color code test, I'm like a 50% blue, 50% yellow. Um, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then the color code test is really just figuring out like what drives you and what motivates you. So for me, I'm really motivated by impact, contribution, service, and I'm also really motivated by having fun. Anyways, so yeah, remember to have fun because you cannot be all work, no play. That's where you're going to burn out. Number seven, get a journal and write out gratitudes every day. I will admit I'm not the most consistent at this, but I will do this throughout the week, every week. Um, And it really just changes your perspective on everything and makes you look at everything from a place of thankfulness, from a place of gratitude. And it makes you realize like how much you have. And I really don't think that we can ever have more in our life until we are grateful for what we already have in the first place. So I'm a huge believer um, of writing out gratitudes every single day or if not every single day, then multiple times throughout the week, at least like three or four times a week, writing out gratitudes. Number eight, along those lines, establish some type of daily routine that grounds you and sets you up for the day. So for me, In order to have what I would call a productive, successful day, I really like to start out on a good foot. So that means reading my Bible, praying, writing my gratitudes, journaling or reading a devotional, and having a healthy breakfast. And I always notice my days are better when I do this, and I always notice when I don't do this because my day just feels different. It does. So I would really encourage you to have some type of daily routine that starts your day off strong and just sets you up for a good, productive day. Number nine, love people where they are. So I guess something I've really learned is that you can't expect people to understand the lessons you've learned if they haven't learned it for themselves. And I think it just comes from our expectations, like our, we feel let down um, when we have expectations that aren't being met, right? So if you're trying to explain something to someone or talk about something that you've overcome or that you've gone through, if that person that you're talking to hasn't experienced it for themselves, then you can't expect them to be on the same level as you. I, I hope I'm explaining this right, but I guess at the end of the day, I thought because I had gone through certain things and grown and seen things different and everything, then I just expected other people to too. And then I'll get frustrated when people weren't understanding like where I was coming from but then I had to take a step back and say you know Lynn like get off your pedestal we're all human you have to release the expectations of others because you can't expect other people to be learning the same things at the same time as you are and so I think it's a defining or I think it's a balance of trying to like teach other people what you have learned and the lessons that you've gone through but also meeting them where they're at, not expecting them to understand it or learn the same things on the same timeline as you are. So yeah, I hope that makes sense. Um, I think that's just a big thing because I just assume that other people are gonna, other people should feel the same way, but it's like we're all on different journeys and yeah, I just think releasing expectations is a big thing. And number 10, so my last one is your dreams are your own and no one else's. So don't be offended when someone else doesn't understand your dream because it's yours to protect. 
And I guess that kind of pairs with the one I, with the last thing that I was talking about, like you are on your own journey. No one else is on your own journey. You've been given your dreams and passions and vision for a reason. And you cannot expect anyone else to understand it or defend it for you. And that's what I think is just so crucial to stay in your lane, focus on what you want, go after what you want. And I think it's kind of one of those things where other people are not going to understand your dream until it's come to fruition. So don't worry, like, don't worry if people don't understand it because you have to be the one to defend it because no one's going to defend it for you. And you have to be the one to protect it because no one else is going to protect it for you. Because at the end of the day, people don't care about your dreams like you do. And so you really have to be your biggest fan, your biggest advocate. And again, that's like releasing expectations of other people and realizing that we've all been given different visions. We've all been given different dreams. And so don't be offended when people don't get it. Like, it's fine. Just keep going. Stay in your lane. Keep working hard. And it'll come to fruition. And then hopefully it'll make more sense to other people when it comes to fruition. All right. So those were my top 10 things that I learned when I was 23. And even reading back on them, it's really cool. Like, each lesson, I kind of remember the different parts of the year where I was really learning different things. and. Um, so I guess like each, each lesson takes me back to different memories throughout the year, which is really cool, but I hope this helps you guys in some way. Um, I hope it gets you to see something different. And if you're going through some lesson or some type of growth right now and, um, other people don't get it, it's totally fine. It's normal. We're all human. Just remember we're all human. Everyone's on a different path and, yeah, release expectation. I feel like I should have made that one its own um, lesson. That was a good one, releasing expectations. So I hope you enjoyed this. And as always, let me know what you think in a review, and a five star, whatever. And I will talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Bye.